Mark, hold on. You realize this movie was not found footage, correct? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I do. I mean, okay. I found I found footage from John Carpenter and I put it on my TV. Hello, Internet, and welcome to the A to Z Horrorcast. This is the creatively titled podcast brought to you by us over at A to Z Horror.com and by the Phantom Podcast Network. Take a minute and head on down to downrightcreepy.com slash phantom and check out all the other awesome shows the network has to offer. For example, you should check out the newest addition to the Phantom family. Uh, the, the listener can't see this, but on the show sheet I wrote family with a PH because Phantom family. Uh, scary stories from Mount Roanoke. They are a uh, storytelling podcast. They tell uh, allegedly true spooky tales, ghost stories from their own past and from other people's past. It's a really cool show. Go check it out. For now, though, you're here with us. I'm Jack, and sitting to my right is Jake. This is Kaka. <laughs> and sitting next to Jake is someone else who talks people and then clams up. It's Mark. Hello. For those of you unfamiliar with our Cracker Jack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. This week we watched 1987's, what the fuck is this movie called? Prince of Darkness, uh, which was a Mark pick. (laughs) Nailed it. Did you watch this movie? (laughs) What movie did you read? Did you even watch this movie? Unclear. I can never remember if it's The Prince of Darkness or John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness, John Carpenter's colon, The Prince of Darkness. It's very unclear. And we'll get into talking about all that soon. But first, we better do the getting drunk part. So on that score, let's do beers for fears, and I'm going to start things off with my beer for these fears, because it's not good. I'm hungover today. Last night was my birthday. Happy birthday, Jack. I drank Jack. too much. Thank you. Uh, my head hurts. I couldn't make it to the store this morning. I got beer. I have Rainier. No shit. You would have had Rainier anyway, so you could have went and purchased <laughs> more Rainier, or you could be drinking the Rainier that you're currently drinking. Either way, yeah. you could have tried. Yeah. And I don't have the wherewithal to try and cram it in, so Rainier. Okay. Rainier. Rainier Mark? it is. What I'll, are you drinking this I'll week? start off by making an earlier correction. I, I think it's Prince of Darkness presented by John Carpenter, comma, the. <laughs> there you go. Is the name. I like that. I am drinking. Oh, oh, and spoilers for 1987's the Prince of Darkness presented by John Carpenter, comma, the, colon. Yes, spoilers for that. Colon at I... the end. <laughs> <laughs> I am drinking Hell's Keep Golden Ale. Pretty self-explanatory. Okay. okay. Because hell and Prince of Darkness. I get it. Yep. I get it's it, made Mark. by squatters. Good it one. makes sense. Uh, I'll go ahead and take Jake. the baton, I suppose. Uh, I'm drinking Hop Devil IPA by Victory Brewing. There's a devil in this movie. He kind of hops around between people um, <laughs> and does devil-like things. He's like a bunny. There you devil. go. You know, so I mean, he isn't around. really a devil. Uh, He's I, the devil's the, father. The gigantic devil fist that comes out of a certain mirror at the end would beg to differ. Well, He's that's the, the anti-god. Yeah, it's like Satan incarnate. It's the devil, dude. Are you gonna give no, me shit for my devil's no, no, no. father? Satan is 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 the lady, and then he's like devil superior. He's devil square. Yeah, yeah. It, okay, I, I feel like my beer still stands, and you're still gonna Mark jam wins. Me up about this. Mephistopheles. Mark wins. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but drinking isn't the only thing we've done over the course of the last week. Uh, we've also maybe done some other stuff in the horror world. Uh, right. I haven't. I have got nothing else that's been rocking my horror world, so I'll Great. again start. Great. Um, nothing. Much. Nothing else has been rocking my horror world. I watched this movie and nothing else. Mark, save me. Uh, all right. I'll start off with something that you provided this podcast uh, last week. I had to watch Bad Taste. 
Yeah, you did. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, How'd you get this, this movie? How'd you come upon this It is actually, it's, it's free on Amazon Prime. Perfect. That is weird. Uh, it is weird. This movie was bad. Weird. weird. I am flabbergasted. How does Peter Jackson, how did Peter Jackson end up directing Lord of the Rings? That's bad taste. The most... <laughs> bad taste is awesome. Well, that's not true. It, yeah, it <laughs> is, though. What about it is awesome? I mean, okay, so the end is kind of incredible, but yeah, it's, it's just, a it's a long it's just a f- journey. Sure, it's just a f- kind of a fun, off, very off kilter movie to watch. It's not my favorite of the horror movies that Peter Jackson did, but it's an interesting watch, that's for sure. It's different. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Spoilers. The aliens. Well, okay. Oh, there's Mark. one thing. You know they're aliens straight away. Also, this is what I wanted to talk about. The sure. fucking cover art, like the the thing you look up when you <laughs> buy the thing, mm-hmm. is yeah. just is like the biggest spoiler it could possibly be. Sure. Yeah. It's just a picture of the of the alien supreme. I don't think yes. anything matters in that movie. They're like spoiling the movie really doesn't matter. Yeah, it's true. Here's yeah, the, you're not watching it to figure out what happens. No, honestly, the thing I think that's <laughs> the biggest detriment to the movie is the audio quality. I it's hard to understand Kiwis to begin with, but like when they're when they're filtered through, like apparently the mics they were using were tin cans with strings attached. <laughs> yeah, uh, that makes it pretty damn hard to understand what is going on at any given time. Yeah, there's you definitely racist. a bit of Bermuda Triangle esque. What is this audio going on? Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's a little confusing. Yeah. It's not the highest production quality, but it's awesome. Yeah, it is. Okay. Moving along from that, in order of increasing quality, uh, me and the lovely wife watched Good Night, Mommy. Ooh. Ixay, oh, yeah. Ixay. So That's you guys watched this movies. Yeah. You Jake guys watched, watched this prior to me joining the cast, so I'd actually never seen it. Yeah. Uh, first mark. First half of the movie, good movie. Second half of the movie, not my cup of tea. Not my cup of tea. What, uh, say more. There's a hard shift from two kids running around doing hijinks with kind of a creepy monster figure. To it not being hijinks anymore. To Yeah, it's not hijinks. I I want to go home. This is not fun. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, No, it goes some places. Yeah, it It does. does And I don't like those places. Were yeah. you as pissed off by those Red Cross workers as I was? Oh, my God. <laughs> they just forced their way into a kid's fucking house. It was unlocked. It was unlocked. Someone was home. God. And then they guilt anyway. him into giving, like, an absorbent sum of money as a nine-year-old. So, Mark, Overall, if I'm gathering, you... if I'm picking up what you're putting down, you thought this was... Okay. Would You well didn't said. like this movie, but yeah. it was good? Is that what you're saying? What are you saying? I think it, yeah, I think it's competently made. The sound yeah. design is pretty good. The score is good. The it's beautiful. It's shot really well. Yeah. The construction of the movie is great, and actually, the first half is is fun. Like I, I like it, and I like the kind of gangiest monster that is there. Okay. But uh, yeah, the content in the second half, I would not be inclined to recommend this to people. <laughs> I mean, unless they were looking thing. for something exactly like that, but. Yeah. Like that, that shall not be named. Yes. It's because a pretty spoilers. heavy spoiler, so yeah, Voldemort? For sure. It's not for the faintest of heart, put it that way. Correct. And last but not least, again, continuing the trend of increasing in quality, one of the movies that was recommended to me at the uh, Omnibus was Creep 2. Thanks, Jack. Yeah, buddy. This is now available on uh, Amazon, or, uh, Netflix, so low barrier to entry. Very. It's. Yeah, I think pretty- it's available to download on Netflix, even. It's pretty damn similar to Creep 1 in 
terms of like with general a, with a couple work. key differences. I mean, obviously the story is different, but aside from that, the feel and like immersion and just like the the scare factor for this one just comes from the fact that the guy's a weirdo. Yeah, a creep. No, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but <laughs> it's hard not to spoil things. There's dong. Oh, there's some dong. Yeah, yeah. And th- I like feel like that does sort coat. of that does sort of fit into his character though. Like, but I didn't know it was going to his... take that step. There's something, <laughs> there's something about Duplass as a relatively high-profile actor that I didn't think that in a movie like this he was just going to go for it, and he did. And <laughs> you know what? I don't really want to see. I don't care to see it. But good for you. Good this for you, kind man. Of his, like, this is kind of his like passion project, though. Isn't Absolutely. It? Like he's gonna, so I, we're learning more and more about that guy. <laughs> he's going to hang it out into. there for, uh, for all to see. Creep 3 will be mostly dong. Yeah, lots of dong. <laughs> it's just going to be rare exports. It's just going to be a music video for Sarah Loves Her Juicy Fruit set to him walking around <laughs> hanging <Christ>. dongs. <laughs> uh, and I mean, to, to kind of pile onto that, like it is a weird movie and it is mostly comedy. There's horror. Sure. Obviously, it's horror here because if you're familiar with Creep 1, it's kind of more of the same. But like, it's a funny movie. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. But like an awkward funny. Yeah. 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 I think both of them fall into pretty much the same camp. Uh, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I think the biggest issue with I think I still like Creep One more, and the biggest issue without getting too spoiler into this one is the conclusion of this one is completely and utterly nonsensical. <laughs> it goes like less sensical than Creep One was. <laughs> and Creep One, if, the ending didn't make a lot anything. of sense either. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you liked Creep One, I do recommend this. It's it's on Netflix. It's easy to find. Yeah, go watch go, it. Go find it. Go watch it. Yeah. I like it, Mark. Good work. Jake? Thanks for saving me. You're done? Okay, yeah, I can rattle through quite a few here, too, to help save Jack. Take up time. Um, I guess the first thing we yeah, can that's mention... that's the problem with this podcast. It's not long enough. It's not long enough. It's what listeners says. demand more time. That's what they say. I need I, I need more. How do you They guys? want more time so that they can listen to it at double speed and take up I twice. I think they're like three times speed by now, pod fasting. Uh, in any case, a week ago now-ish, by the time you hear this, uh, McKeating's newest movie, Psychopaths, will have come out. That's available to oh, all yeah. you guys. Oh, yeah. I can talk about this one with you. Yeah, we Shit. can kind of tag team this one. Uh, we got a screener for this one and recently wrote up a review for the site, so you can check that out on azhor.com as well. There's the quick plug for you. Um, this is a Mickey Keating movie. and Through and through. I mean that in terms of like a lot of his hallmarks are there, but at the same time, it's kind of hard to say that because every Mickey Keating movie is vastly different from the other ones he's made. It's okay. obviously yeah. that the guy. But questions. Questions. Yes, Mark. It does not star Ashley Lauren is, Carter. Is no. there death metal? No. no. Is there a strobe light title card? Yes. No. Uh, okay. It's not. It's not as long, but there is one. Yes. Okay. In, in and general, that, if like, you are susceptible to seizures, should you watch this movie? There are sequences of this movie that are more notable than a title card that are seizure-inducing. It's yes. going to be really rough. That's that's <laughs> what he does. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this movie, compared to Darling, I think, is probably the biggest contrast, and that's mostly from a visual style. Darling was obviously beautiful in its own way, black and white. This is the polar opposite of that. Neon tones everywhere. Uh, very interestingly shot. It opens with like a three-and-a-half-minute-long continuous shot of some pretty great choreographed violence uh yeah really enjoyed that i thought it set the tone well obviously larry fessenden's in the movie for a brief moment um 
not to spoil anything, this movie, you can't really, it really doesn't matter. This is just a movie yeah, about bad stories. people doing bad things. Psychopaths being psychopaths. It's about several um, different psychopaths. I think a lot of people that have had any problem with the movie since it's come out have thought that there's no real reason for what's going on. My rebuttal to that would be, right at the start of the movie, it says, it like gives you the reason for that. There is no reason. People do bad things. Um, yeah. So I, I don't hear that complaint necessarily uh i think okay for me for me that's one of those things where recognizing your shortcomings and owning it doesn't always make up for it still being a shortcoming i don't i mean what do you want though like he he just set out to make a movie that was like cool and beautiful and fucked up and that's what he did yeah, and it turns I mean, out, it's I not it's I... not going to earn an Oscar, but I don't think that's necessarily what he was setting out to do. I, I view Mickey Keating as a guy who just is doing this stuff because he's like, this would be cool to try, and he's very experimental, obviously. So great. Yeah. If you like and Mickey I... Keating, you're going to like this movie. If you don't, I didn't you probably won't dislike this movie. I don't. I didn't love it, but I, I don't think I dislike this movie. I'm certainly not unhappy. I watched it. I'm glad I watched it. How are yeah. you on Keating as a whole, then, Jack? Uh, middling. Okay. I didn't really like so, Darling very much. Uh, I liked Pod, but it had a lot of problems. Like Pod I, was good. Yeah. And I tend to like Keating films. That's primarily, like I just said, I, I don't think that you can necessarily walk into them expecting the best horror movie you're going to see all year, but you can certainly expect really interesting, beautiful... It, it, I mean, he treats it like an artist in the most literal sense yeah. of the word and it's well shot there's good gra- there's good effects yeah there are things that work uh, and there are things that don't work and i'm fine with that i'm on board for that journey that he's going to take you on and he certainly turns out enough movies that i think that regardless of what you're into in the genre there's going to eventually be something for you there i'll tell you what when this guy finally gets like a big budget to play with he's going to have already tried anything like he's going to have the full range of everything available to him because he'll have done every possible thing yeah he's going to make a romantic comedy they're going to give him a million (laughs) like 10 million dollars he's going to make something with like exactly tom hanks and somebody else tom hanks (laughs) tom hanks is in every meaningful romantic comedy you've got mail huh flipper that's that's all you're thinking of sleepless in seattle flipper two i brought two to the conversation Flipper. <laughs> splash. God. Oh, splash. Oh, yeah. Splash. splash. Big. I knew there was a dolphin. Yeah, I said Flipper like seven times. <laughs> What's Flipper? Is Flipper a movie? Oh, yeah. Flipper is a movie, but Flipper it's not with Tom movie. Hanks. Yeah, it's Flipper splash. is also like a the same thing. Show. There's like a mermaid. There's a dolphin. They're different. Things. They're similar. <laughs> Jesus They're all sea dwellers. All right. All right. We're going to move on from psychopaths. It's okay. It's worth like if you like Mickey Keating, if you like different kind of stuff, it's a, it, it's a it takes a risk. If yeah, you like Flipper, go see it. Uh, last, well, not the last thing. Next thing. Uh, this is all. This is the last Keating thing. I've said this like seven times at this point, but I'm going to continue because I've now reached the end of the season that exists. I guess of the core on Shutter. If you have it, it's just a genre show where Mr. Mickey Keating hosts it. He brings in various people from the genre, talks to them, discusses different concepts in horror has a special effects segment, has a segment where a curator recommends different movies that are on Shutter. I think it's really, really good content on that channel, and I fucking love it. So anyone out there who has access to it, highly recommend it. And if you don't have Shutter yet, this could be a good reason to take the leap. Cool. Yeah. Shout out. I got to get on this. Uh, Shutter has a new app. Works pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got a Fire TV at Christmas, and 
being able to finally use Shutter the way I think it's intended to be used is a revelation. So Shutter is never resting on their laurels. They are always improving and always doing new shit. Yeah, they're get, they're getting a lot better. It's it's I I think if you haven't like I just said made the leap, uh, there are more and more reasons to do so, and this could be a good year to. to hey, do Shutter, that. send us money. Yeah, we're not being paid by Shutter to say these things. For the record. No, we would be being paid by Shutter. We have no qualms except for money. Send us. I don't really want money though. I want beer. Oh, it send us beer. Yeah, we've always mail. talked about this. This is our policy. The A to Z whore payment is beer. Guys, give money to if other they shows. send us money, we could exchange money for beer. Money can be exchanged uh, for how. goods and services. That's too many <laughs> steps. I just want the beer. It feels like time to go to the feature presentation. No, I have more. Oh my god. I've got one more. You're not letting me do my thing. The last it's one Mark's already on Simpsons quotes. It's we're it's in fine. a whole thing here. I'll move through this one quickly. I watched on Shutter. See, I have a whole thing going on. They're, they're linked. I ruined it. Get there faster. I shut up, Mark. I watched a movie called Coherence. Uh, this is love it. Love Coherence. You oh my it. god, I'm in love Great. with this movie. <laughs> it's a really good movie. At first, I wasn't really sure. So this is one that I had seen, knew the premise, put it on my watch list, and finally was like, okay, this is like within the 90 minute threshold. I have time tonight. Let's pop it on. I'm in the mood for a science fiction movie. Kind of like a feature length uh, Twilight Zone in some ways. At first, I was yep. a little bit iffy on the way it was shot, but I quickly got over that. I think it's really well acted. For people who have no idea coherence, give us an, an idea of the era, of the genre. Well, the era is like gener- generic modern day. I think it's from like 2013, 2014 realm. Yeah. So it's a recent year. Uh, it's basically just a dinner party of yep. among Sci-fi friends. Sci-fi dinner party. Sci-fi dinner party with a comet. There you go. And it <laughs> dives into some interesting concepts about, you know, who you are and and various aspects that have to do with that. Well, uh, all right. So I have refrained <laughs> from talking about this movie on the podcast because I really? was under the impression that it wouldn't qualify as horror. It's I think really it does. not horror. Horrorish. Uh, sci fi. So, those are two different things. This is <laughs> not the like no, 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 horror. It, it counts. It's on Shutter, Mark. It is the threshold. It's on Shutter. It is okay. If it's on Shutter, then I, whatever. Carte Blanc. It's talk a wide-reaching genre. Go see this movie. I fucking Did you love say this Carte movie. Carte Blanc. Carte Blanc. What? Blanche. It's Carte, Carte Blanche. Blanche. <laughs> you Carte said Blanche. both words incorrectly. Two what? out of okay, two okay. words. You're distracting. You're distracting from a very important topic here. Go see this movie. It's amazing. Get past the premise. Carte that's Blanca. The, honestly, that's the only stumbling block that I think anyone could conceivably have is like the way they wave their hands for the for the plot to happen. But yeah, don't think about that. Think about the results of that and okay. go watch it. It like I cannot recommend this movie more. This is one of my favorite movies that I've seen in the past five years. Yeah, it's really really good. I like it. Jake, do we now have Carte Blanca to go to the feature presentation? We do, Jack. All right. It's Carte Blanche. Over at ADCHorror.com this week, we watched 1987's uh, John Carpenter's The Prince of Darkness. Parenthetically presented by Sammy I think the the movie is Prince of Darkness, right? Yes, dude. The John Carpenter's colon, Prince of Darkness. Every movie with John Carpenter is confusing. That's not true Uh, at all. No. (laughs) False. (laughs) Well, Mark, this was your pick. Yes, it was. Uh, your pick of the wild card picks. You just got to pick whatever the fuck you wanted. You picked this one. Yeah, I mean, we've seen... We'll get to this. We've seen the other two, so we might as well Well, let's have... 
Let's get to it right the fuck now. Yeah, this is the second in what Carpenter calls his Apocalypse Trilogy. That is correct. And we're watching it. This is the third of of those movies that we've reviewed for the website. So we're a little bit out of order. It starts with The Thing, 1982, right? And then this movie in 87. And then in 90-whatever, there was At the Mouth of Madness. In the Mouth of Madness. John Carpenter's colon At the Mouth of Madness in. Adjacent to the Jowls of Confusion. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Um, Now, he calls this a trilogy. Uh, It's not a narrative trilogy in any way. Um, But they all are similar movies in that they all kind of end darkly with probably the end of the world. Yes. Right? Spoilers for all three movies. Is that the connective tissue? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. That's what it has to be, right? Is there any other connective tissue? It's, yeah, no, no, and and Why Carpenter said this, this. It's, it's, because it's it's he likes people dealing with tough situations, and he said these movies are unique for him because they're people dealing with situations that if they fail, the world is ended. And in all three of these movies, have that all three of these people, these groups of people fail. Spoilers, but, I guess, okay, for all three. So movies. why would so I guess the difference between that and like they live or something similar would just be that the ending they succeed and they live. Yeah, and. Yeah. I what? mean, also, that's, that's, they live is different because it's not a growing threat. It's something that's always been around. And because it has Rowdy Roddy. Rowdy Roddy Piper. <laughs> okay. Fine. That, that's fine. They're I mean, going the route very... that I hope Look, Cloverfield It's not a going. great trilogy. I don't, I'm not defending Carpenter's point here. I just... <laughs> it's a pretty good, I mean, okay. If I we're like accepting the this as, the def- as trilogy, the threshold for trilogy is that. It's a pretty uh-huh. good trilogy. Like the content of the trilogy, I think is pretty good. The three movies, uh, if you watch, yeah, those, I feel like I feel like I the threshold of a trilogy is just having three movies. <laughs> well, he sure. nailed that. Yeah, yeah he nailed, he nailed the three number movies. of movies. Boom. We'll get into the quality of the the movies and the trilogy because they're vast. They're this thing runs the gambit, Jake. Of, gambit. G a m b i t. It's actually yeah runs the gambit. Um, but before we dive all the way in. Let's figure out what in the fuck subgenre of horror this thing fits into. All right, fair enough. Mark, your pick. Supernatural? Yes. <laughs> I this is Certainly. a hard one to like lump into a category. Yeah, I'm wow. going to go next. Um oh, I'm good. I'm going to catch some flack for this too. Religious horror? I mean, not I mean, it, yes, but not literally the- yes, but traditionally no. It has the it has some religious imagery. It starts with a priest. It's got the devil stuff. It's got Bible verses. I mean, I I'm not disagreeing with you. The religious like moniker thing usually applies to possession movies, but yeah, whatever. I'll give it to you. I'm gonna give him right. mood today. There we go. Hmm. Jake. I don't know. I don't know if there's anything else that I'm comfortable standing behind. But this yeah, is an not- a lot. <laughs> this is an incredibly stupid tag we have, but it is independent. This is notably one of the ones that Carpenter went back to independently producing uh, after a bunch shit. of other failures. Yeah, uh, I like that. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, that's fine. And that's no, I think about... the tag is worth it. That's a great tag. Yeah, because you fall back on it so often. I should have just done that. You would have <laughs> taken the reins and helped me explain it, Jack. I'm sure. I would have. Yeah. That's about that's a, to me though. That's about all it really fits into, unless someone want, really wants to try to jam some things. Hard. Uh, Alice Cooper cameo subgenre. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's kind <laughs> of like it's... the cultish element of this, in that they're possessed, so it's not a cult at all. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think we're done with this great segment that we have. 
Yeah. I think it's time for someone who picked this movie, Mark, to have to do a 30-second plot synopsis is what I think. Seems right. Seems right. Seems like the time. Yeah. Seems like the time had already passed, but, you know, we never do things in order. Vamp more. I don't have my stopwatch up yet. Goodness (laughs) No shit, Jack. (laughs) This is the part of the show where we get 30 seconds on the clock. Whoever picks the movie has to summarize the plot. There will be spoilers. And we play Zelda music in the background, and it's very entertaining. With a 30-second plot synopsis. 30 seconds are now on the goddamn clock. It's going to start when you start. A group of physics students and their teacher are pulled into a church basement to investigate a vial of ooze containing, I guess, apparently Satan's mojo. Uh, They get progressively possessed by a liquid squirting through super soakers. Uh, They turn into zombies. A bunch of them chase each other around. Look, it's it's a pretty... Uh, there's not a lot to talk about here. Satan cut, tries to come to life. It doesn't work out. Alice Cooper's in it. Alice, Alice Cooper's in it. it. Alice yeah. Cooper's in it. There are mirrors that are being shattered. <laughs> Time? Time. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. <laughs> I mean, uh, guys, yes. I don't want to. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but nailed you it. Didn't, you didn't take any time to mention how glorious a mustache was involved in this film. Oh, mustache that's that's come up later. Mark, we've previously this that's ADZ horror rule number one. Mm-hmm. Mustache McGillicuddy. Okay, uh, if we're jumping right into what the movie does right, then the first thing I've written down is mustaches. Yeah. So <laughs> the, this is the like thing peak that I'll about that is I totally agree with you. It is what it does right definitively because it's glory incarnate. But the first few scenes with, what's his character's name? Brian? Brian sure. Marsh? Yeah. Actor Mustache James McGillicuddy, Parker, Jake. The first few scenes where he is in this film, Mustache McGillicuddy, he seems extremely rapey. It takes you a moment to get over that hurdle. It's the close-mustache combo. Do you get I never got over it. I never got over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He seems genuine by about half no. of the film. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. He's fine, man. This he's is more... I, I, I'm going to hold off until what this movie does wrong. No, nah, he's fine. Thing on this. He's fine. He seems, no, he seems consistently skeezy as a result. You just become more and more okay with it. No, I think he seems genuine. He tries <laughs> to do good things, and then he's sad at the end. You guys are mean. <laughs> he's very Christ. sweaty at the end is what he is. Well, He's so sweaty. He had his, he's he's not the sweatiest character sweat. in this film, let me tell you. He's he his sweat level is comparable to Chauncey Billups. No, <laughs> that's not possible. Okay, and no, I, actually, I don't off. like you disparaging former Colorado Buffs. Go Buffs. So fuck off. Dude, Before we dive all the way into what it does right, and Jake, I, I what was what? our what's our history with this film? I mean, I I knew I knew it was the third. I knew it was in the Apocalypse trilogy. I'd never seen it before. This this was a first for me. You guys? Also that's, a first for me. I like how Mark didn't want to take the baton. <laughs> I was demanding that he would take it because it's his movie. Uh, I've seen pieces of this, but never cover to cover. So this is a okay. trifecta of first experiences in a way. How do you what, see pieces what? of this movie? Is this on like TNT or something? I don't know, but I've definitely seen pieces of this movie. <laughs> that seems... Wow. Okay. Sure. Cool. I don't know. Good story. You're clearly lying, man. Anyone can see that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All of our podcast listeners can see that. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Well, that was good, fruitful discussion. Well, what do you want from me? <laughs> Why hadn't I seen this before, though? I think I, I knew that it was dumb, right? It it's, doesn't have a good, like, it's not spoken of highly in the horror world. I mean, look, I it's know. it's kind of... I think it, it it's a traditional Carpenter movie, 
same vein as like they live and maybe in the mouth of madness where you've heard of it. There's enough people that say it's goofy and enough people that say that it's good that like, it's a weird mix. You don't ever watch, you don't ever seek it out because it's so bad that it's like controversial, but you don't ever seek it out because it's so good that you need to see it. So it's kind of like right in the middle. And I had seen In the Mouth of Madness before, and I don't like that movie, so I think that just put me off of wanting to complete the trilogy, <laughs> even though that's out of order, but regardless. I don't, the order clearly doesn't yeah, matter. You can complete the trilogy in whatever that. order. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we, maybe that's the game we should play. Obviously, the thing is the best. Any disagreements? Go, no. So where by, does, by, where does this by one, orders of magnitude, it's the best. Yeah. Where does this one, like, measure up against, uh... I think it's exactly in the middle Okay. Of the terrible movie that is in the mouth of madness. I didn't like that movie. It's not terrible, but oh, I didn't shit. like it. And I, this movie's right in between them. It's it's doesn't belong anywhere near the thing, but it's not as stupid um, as in the mouth of madness. Yeah, I mean we're getting dangerously close to like rating spoilers. I I think I'd probably put this and in the mouth of madness at about the same level, though I do think I enjoyed this one a bit more. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's. I mean, I think the goofy aspect is ratcheted up a bit, which makes it more endearing. It's not as good as they live. No, definitely not. What is I, though? Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Well, I disagree. fuck you, Mark. <laughs> yeah, you're an idiot. There's no numerical way to disprove that, Mark. So shut up. That's true. Yeah. yeah, you're right. I guess I would. I would. I would be inclined to agree with you. I think, as far as horror movies goes, I think In the Mouth of Madness has better like individual scenes. Yes, but the put the final product as a whole is better in Prince of Darkness than Mouth of Madness. Uh, yeah, that's what I would yeah, say. Yeah, I'm com- I'm comfortable with that assessment. Good work. Sure. Cool. Now, what does the movie do right? There you go. I already said Mustache. mustaches, so one of you guys take over. Uh, along with the mustaches, the goofiness of it, Jake, you said it. It's Alice Cooper has a goddamn cameo in it, and he wrote a song called Prince of Darkness for it. You can hear through the guy's headphones. Um, uh, it's it, and it's just it's recognizes its kind of B level movie status, right? Carpenter yeah. knew what he's doing here. It's goofy. It's fun. Definitely. I, despite all of that, though, I do think the movie does a decent to pretty good job of establishing and building tension with the being trapped in an area where there are bad things happening that it yeah, has you're talking about the guy trapped it. in the closet and then I trapped am talking in the house, about like all the of church it. that they are in like yeah. the void channeled this very well and i think to greater effect but it's basically the same premise yeah, yeah, yeah. where you are being held in a place by a certain group of, of people an outside. ever-growing mob of schizophrenic homeless people yeah the only problem with the <laughs> void was that they couldn't afford alice cooper uh and you have to face whatever is happening inside the building first to be able to leave potentially with your life yeah. well so like- i d- i think it did a decent job though of ratcheting that tension up as the film built because they were trapped trapped like rats ah uh, okay here's here's my problem with that the homeless, the, the, the schizophrenic homeless people aren't shown to have any kind of superpowers or anything like that. And you're Power in numbers, a church man. with a lot of stuff. Have you, you can seen, you put together Alice some Cooper? weapons, like like uh, uh, from Dusk Till Dawn style, build some weapons, get them together, go slay the homeless people and escape. I Jack, mean, that would have You're forgetting awesome. a key. Actually, both of you guys are forgetting a key element here. Bugs? You get swarmed <laughs> by <laughs> bugs. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I did watch this last night uh, sometime after my birthday party, so I, some of the details are. So hazy. Jack actually didn't watch this movie. 
is what we're saying. I mean, effectively, yeah. His conscious mind was not was not present. <laughs> sure. Sure. All right. Uh, what else does it do right? It's got a clutch Tom and Jerry reference right in the middle. That's this is really more of a not pick than a, the than turning an point of the film is Tom and right, Jerry. Yeah, the Jesus. the Tom and Jerry scene is fascinating, and I mean that in like a genuine way because there are so many products on screen during the Tom and Jerry scene. Yeah, so many cra- like Kool Aid and. I don't even know any other Some brands, other ones. But other brands. <laughs> there's Kool-Aid, and there's pizza. Tom and Jerry. That's all I got. There's just an unfathomable amount of junk food on screen. I don't understand it. Yeah. I don't. These are educated <laughs> people. You'd think they'd have like slightly more healthy food, but Dude, have you ever been in an engineering lab? It's nothing but but like red vines and I've never been in an engineering chips. lab. Good work, guys. Yeah. <laughs> what else did this movie do right? <laughs> I'm out of things. This is terrible. Yeah, really? because you didn't watch the movie. I yeah. watched the movie. Ah, uh, the effects are good. There's some good. Oh my for- god. But but split. <laughs> There's some very bad ones. But the ones of like jamming jamming sticks in people's necks are good. Uh, chair legs and such. The one. <laughs> those are all. This good is out. This is abominable. <laughs> that was one of the most phenomenally stupid things you've ever said, Jack. <laughs> was it? <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm a little taken aback, frankly. Some let's of the effects about, are good. Let's talk about the dream sequences because I love that shit. Okay. They're great. Is that supposed to be coming from the year 1999? Yes, yes, it is. <clears throat> wow. By Attackions. John Carpenter did not do a good job envisioning the future. Eh. Why? Eh. They don't have the <laughs> they don't have the technological capability to beam into your conscious mind, Jack. So they have to beam into your dreams, which actually, frankly, I love as a plot device. I do too, but it should have been like twenty one ninety nine. Why did he think that in twelve years we were going to have harnessed tachyons? Well, and that's actually, if we're talking about that, that's really the more confusing thing. So, in this world where Satan comes out of the church in nineteen ninety nine, like, what is he doing for the twelve intervening years between this movie happening and him emerging from the church? Like, why isn't he just coming out of the church in the year nineteen eighty seven? Building just power, Jack, just jacking it. <laughs> I mean, what do you think all that green slime is, man? You said it, you said it was Jesus his mojo in that jar. It's, it's the Satan's mojo. Come on. So uh, apparently the way they did these sequences is they filmed it, and then they put it on a TV, and then they filmed the TV, and then that's what they used. I love that. Yeah, I, read that I, I mean, I that's thought it cool. looked good. I did, too. In a and shitty Carpenter, way. Yeah. Carpenter did the voiceover for those two. Which oh, is, really? Oh, that's nice. Yeah, kind of cool. Ooh, that reminds me. What else it did right? That score. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's awesome. such a classic Carpenter score. Oh, for sure. It was very much they live in a different way. It's it it's had, like, very the same similar to they live droning. Yeah, but except for don't score. Dum, dum. <laughs> Bow down, down. <laughs> wasn't quite that. It's this like, one yeah, wasn't just cities on fire with movie. rock and roll. Correct. The first fifteen minutes of this movie are just like speech breaks and then random score sting and then speech break and then score sting. Oh yeah, that's all it is. Love. Yeah, with I a mean, capital yeah, L. It's great. It's classic. Yeah, I, I I mean that with as much sincerity as I could possibly have. Yeah. Mark, well said. I'm beaming with sincerity right now. In I have nothing s- else that this movie does right. I have one Me other neither. thing. Well, and I I'm actually just kind of curious what you guys think of this. I like them, but what did you think of the kind of the vocal effects vis-a-vis the people who are possessed, where it's not their normal voice. It's like 
transposed. Served down. a purpose. Didn't love it. Didn't I dislike it. it. I liked the effect. I think it serves <laughs> an example. It, it's it's good enough about, that like, it doesn't it doesn't actually like hurt the movie, but it's campy enough that it is memorable. Give me an example. Yeah. Are you talking the, about like the, Bugman outside? Yeah, the guy outside. There's the speech at the end from I think it's the the what's what's her name? The, I'll tell you this. It's exactly the effect they used in Paranormal Activity when Katie gets possessed and says, "No, we're fine now. Everything's fine now." Yeah, and I like that effect. I in general, movies need more of that. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It was fine. I don't know if they need more. Okay, so we're clearly now in the does wrong category. Jack. Sure, sure. This movie is boring. Really? Oh my god. I didn't think it was boring. I did Jesus. not get that Jesus. Okay, I did watch it last night. I had to watch it again this morning before we recorded because I oh honestly god. didn't remember that See, much now you've watched it, it twice. Because you Yeah, okay. I've seen it twice. Well, Holy let's, call it, let's shit. call it one and a half at best. I, I I thought this movie was two and a half hours long. No, I mean it's too long. It's it's a hundred minutes long. We gotta we gotta dissect this a bit, Jack. To be it's fair, I think you're probably most inclined to think a movie is boring slash overly long when you're in a stage of intense hangover. Sure, sure, and also but, probably overly long when you're in a stage of intense drunkenness. Yeah, but here's the thing. I don't know. That could just fly by. This movie doesn't, it's, there's nothing happening in between the, like, devil haunting scenes. You hate all the characters, that's something else it does wrong. I don't identify or like any of these characters, so I don't give a shit about what they're doing in between. Hold up, And then it's just like, you don't like Victor Wong's character? That guy's awesome. (laughs) Okay, but he's not on there that much, and I don't like his character, I like the weird things he says. It's not fun to, like watch him walk around and say things for 20 minutes before somebody squirts water from behind someone's mouth at someone's face. He distracts a zombie shit. by splashing beer on it. That I mean, it's great. <laughs> yeah. This movie is boring. Not enough no. happens in between the scenes. I don't think it's that boring. Oh my god. Like That's going, that's in, directly in opposition to what I'd said earlier about the tension building being... No, no, no. Okay, to good. I, I agree that the tension does build well, if the tension's well. there, then you're not going to be bored. You lose the tension in between all of the scenes. I'm saying it's a linear progression of the tension building, and I like each of those scenes, but it loses me in between each one because I don't fucking care. Then Jack is saying it's tense. really more of a step function that returns to zero. Oh, yes. My God. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't agree. Uh, so. I, I, I disagree, but I will add that the the intro is probably too long. They take too long to actually get to the church. Like, oh I don't know why God, we need yes. all the classroom scenes. <laughs> I know that, what's his name? I don't know the name of it. And to your point, this is one of those movies where you don't know the name of anyone. In I feel movie. like this is a Carpenter anyone. thing. Is this just a Carpenter thing where we never know any of his characters' names? Uh, Maybe. <laughs> uh, okay, comedic. It also could just be an us thing, though, full disclosure. like It's both. It's a little bit of here, a little bit there. Um comedic relief guy is oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. a phd theoretical physicist student and he doesn't know the core concept of schrodinger's cat walter yeah why does that need to be stupid. included it didn't it's not all. funny it's just ridiculous no. yep okay it's not i got more stuff on that but that's in the nitpicks that's on usually, a certain station usually no it you're... just is like make this guy seem like an idiot that's all it is well i mean in fairness to this movie schrodinger's cat is a notoriously misunderstood thing 
Yes, but, but she's also sure trying to describe to quantum entanglement to him, and a PhD physics student does not need to be have quantum entanglement described to him at a wishbone level of understanding. No. Hey, man, if you can describe quantum entanglement at a wishbone level, that means you have a true grasp on She sure can. Sure. <laughs> That's she, why yeah. she hasn't got her PhD yet. She's so you open the box, and show if the cat's dead, dead it's dead. Monday. And if it's alive, then <laughs> you're a physicist. <laughs> That's why you're going to be a physicist. Make millions. That's pretty much oh what that scene is. It's terrible. God. You really nailed it. They're going to be millionaires by 40. I don't know, man. Jesus. I, that was baffling. I'm fully it on board. Too long. And it made whatever mustache guy seem like a rapist when he, he was a nice guy. He just is a rapist. He was a nice guy. You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> You're wrong, Jack. I will yeah. say that, like, in general, the physics... Mark doesn't know who he's speaking to, actually. I don't know who he is. <laughs> the physics included in this movie are very confusing. First off, they seem just absolutely befuddled by differential equations. Yep. Second off, these scenes in They're the classroom hard. are him, like, are, are uh, what's his name? Barack? Dr. Barack? Like, yes, waxing so poetic names. about order and chaos, and then randomly, like, some chick chimes in with sub-microscopic science, okay. something or other? Look, Carpenter wrote the screenplay for this, and, and was, like, there wasn't a lot of other input. Carpenter is a genius <laughs> in many ways. Science not is not one of those <laughs> physics, ways. Yeah, physics, not one of them. <laughs> and biology. Uh, uh, oh my god. It's a little rough. It's a little rough on his part, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do not approach this with an eye for for science, because you will be disappointed. <laughs> no, no. Jesus. Another thing this movie did wrong is just the sheer balls to be like, okay, where is Devil Incarnate going to be housed? Los Angeles. <laughs> Fuck you. Eh, I didn't. I mean, me. he Fuck probably you, was movie. transported there from somewhere else. No, because that's where the portal is. Is it the is it the the, a the portal devil is anywhere the... there's a reflective surface? Okay, that's why there's a Literally portal anywhere. earlier in her makeup mirror. Yeah, yeah, that would have been way funnier. That whole sequence with the big mirror should have been done on the makeup mirror. Think but she that. she can only fit two fingers in. You can't fit you can't fit Super Satan out of out of a finger mirror. You know, you you might you can fit his fingers out. Maybe he's tiny. You know, maybe that's maybe that's giantist. You know, biggest. Maybe I, we're thinking that the ultimate dude, evil you wouldn't is have been be able to fit size, Super but... Satan out of the other mirror either. His fucking thumbnail was the size of the mirror. Dude, that was his whole hand. That wasn't his thumbnail. It was his he thumbnail. He exists in the realm of antimatter. He can be whatever size he wants, Mark. If we bring so he... a being of antimatter into this world, isn't that going to cause like a hundred million nuclear bomb type explosions things? Again, Carpenter and science, it's not the best combination. Okay, cool. As long as we're... As long as we're... All on the same board. One other item this thing did wrong. Uh, it's pretty resoundingly Wait, sexist, racist, and classist all at once. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. I mean, it starts off <laughs> yeah. like the, the conversation that makes Mustache McGillicuddy seem real rapey because he's real rapey. He's quote, is like, confirmed him, sexist and proud of it. Him making a real sexist was, joke, then saying I don't know what his joke sexist. was. What was his joke? Well, he, it wasn't a joke. He just said, you're... People... Physics students don't look like you. <laughs> Is that what he said? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then well, she he was gets just offended. trying to act, ask her out on a date, and he's a little bit awkward because he's a scientist. Then, no, he's well, a little bit realistic. sexist and horrible. I don't know. His line <laughs> of confirmed sexist we all make and mistakes. proud of it. 
does not. And then he gets well. mad at her for being upset when he says confirmed sexist and proud of it. Then he's like, "Oh, what's wrong with you? Yeah, why a... wouldn't you like that? Yeah, that was that was regrettable. It's not <laughs> not yeah. good. Okay, but next regrettable a... line. He hey, up. you could pass for Asian. Oh my god. <laughs> First off, what I I don't know what is that. It doesn't make any sense. She is Asian, right? Like, is the point <laughs> that she's so. Filipino or something? Are How Fili- dare you, Mark? Is Philip the Philippines not in Asia? Uh, yeah, this is all. <laughs> this is... I am highly confused by what that exchange was supposed to be. <laughs> I'm not even going to try to comment. Cause I'll probably say something that's wrong. <laughs> Almost assuredly. Yes. And lastly, from a classist standpoint, are we just cool with the fact that like it's all just homeless people? It's vagrants are apparently the spawn of Satan. There's no other like normal people who are called to the church. Well, all. Vagrants have schizophrenia, Mark. That's why they're Obviously. susceptible. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, that's okay. why they're homeless. Mm-hmm. Duh. And Alice Cooper's not a vagrant. He just looks like one. He's a very rich man. So you're wrong. <laughs> Valid point. I guess that's right. The lead one is actually a businessman. Yes, <laughs> business. I apologize. So Apple. this is only sexist and racist, not just not classist. I'll I'll strike yeah. that one from the record. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this also this movie this is changing subjects this movie had one of those scenes that we i we talk about pretty frequently where it's the act like no human would ever act for no reason whatsoever and i'm what i'm talking about is the scene with the bruise where she's like i'm fine it's just a bruise i don't know where that oh came from God. and it's like lady you just got branded by the fucking devil. Like, you should be alarmed. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> There's just an occult symbol forming in it. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's pretty yeah. normal. You know? It's just like a gigantic scar on it, top of like a It was so similar wound. to those scenes in Blair Witch 2, Book of Shadows, where they're like, there are runic symbols being carved into my chest it out of exactly nowhere. It is exactly that. In fact, uh, I would not be surprised if that what, was... I don't know. I'm not too worried about it. Just, yeah. a, just a scratch. Probably an influence <laughs> of that, actually. You know, guys, it, it stopped hurting, though, so I'm just going to go lay fine. down, turn into Satan uh, real quick. All my skin's going to fall off, but that's fine. It's just a chemical peel. Don't worry about it. Yeah. My teeth will turn green. This be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'll just start touching mercury. <laughs> in, in, in similar fashion to things people don't act like, the line delivery in this movie is atrocious. Yeah, not great acting. It's, it's the most wooden impossible line delivery I, I've seen in a while across multiple characters. That's pretty good. I mean, Walter has a few of them, but honestly, like, every single character has at least one. There's one where the, the you know, I can't even remember who it was. One of the dudes shows up. I think it's the first guy to die, the guy who goes outside and gets stabbed or whatever, and he's like, where is it? Oh, he's right there. <laughs> he's, like, staring at the person. He's like, where is Bo- Oh, he's the guy I'm looking at. Yeah, I'm gonna go there. Joke Because jokes, Mark. And then there's Pleasance a... does an okay job. Donald Pleasance. We haven't even talked about him yet. Yeah. Yeah, he's in the thing. He's not... Yeah, okay. He's fine. in every... At... He's named Loomis in this movie after the Halloween character. That's a nice touch. I, I would love to see, like, a saturation chart of uh, all horror movies and how many of them have a character named Loomis in it. Because I feel like that is... There's a Loomis in every single one of them. Uh, post, might be true. Post-Halloween. There's no way to disprove that claim. Yep, You're, true. yeah, 100% true. Good. Fact check. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That hurt. Oh, God. Good to Scarecrow. All right, I'm back. I think I'm alive. Good. You don't look alive, buddy. 
<laughs> Has anything like spat into your mouth recently that turned you into something? Like, have you lost control of yourself recently? You know what? A squirt gun from behind my wife's mouth did shoot some <laughs> clearly water towards my face. And then you I think spasm. that's my favorite part is that it's just all of a sudden clear rather than that goopy green. It's like, could we not add some food color? Like You couldn't do anything. Just about 30 that. cents at the grocery store. Come on. They needed to do Jesus. multiple takes, Jake, and they didn't want to buy a bunch of different shirts of the same variety, so... Yeah, that you're you're actually very that's spot on. That's where the cost will hit you is with the the costuming, not with the food colory water. Yep, exactly. Good point. Exactly. Saved. <laughs> Got to think about your budget. I want to end this does wrong segment at the beginning. Uh, the opening Dude. credits are impossibly long. They oh my cutting. god, they're like eleven minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's like Why? it's not just credits. It's just it's just the fact that they keep splicing in names of people yeah 15 yeah. to 20 minutes into the movie there's like well, a scene like there there's a score sting and then there's names and then there's more yeah. dialogue they're done in that worst way where it's like you think because they're put in between things that are happening you think it's done and then it's like nope we're back with more names <laughs> okay it's good we're good we've finally gotten through it we're like 17 minutes into the film can't Oh, there's some more. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> and I think actually, this to tie it back into something earlier, I think that does sort of make it feel like the beginning of the movie is longer than it is. Like, before getting to the church seems so long, and part of it is because of that. That's probably true. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I, I don't disagree with that. Okay. Well, guys? Yeah, Mark? Where are we? I think we're pulling into a certain station. <laughs> Whoa. What Mark the fuck is that? Has a train whistle. Mark, I made an investment. Again. I made an investment in a train whistle. It has a blasting chart on it. What is so, what? A a blasting, chart. blasting chart. It's like Morse code for trains. So, like they'll blow their horn to mean different things. Oh, I see. Yeah. They'll blast. So, what is what you just do mean? What is what? What did what you just do mean, Mark? Uh, train is moving. Great. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, train Mark, is moving. The train is pulling into the station, though, so hit us no, with it's that moving. one. Uh, there's only train has departed on here. So, oh, great chart, guys. <laughs> there's one thing, a blasting chart. Here's one thing. It's moving and it's departing. Awesome. <laughs> Well, I feel like moving is something like, hey, just so you know, all of passengers on board, we're, we're still moving. Like, boop, boop, you know? <laughs> you, you probably couldn't figure this out on your own. You're just going to walk off the train. Okay, Mark, how about you give us your best attempt at what a train arriving at station sound would be? Uh, I'll take it. Pretty good, it. right? Pretty I good. Know, I hated it. Let's oh. just talk. What, uh, what are you nitpicking this week, boys? Okay. This goes the science in general. Look, we talked about what the movie does wrong. There's a yeah, couple what? of specific things. The first specific thing that just pissed me off because it's such a specific line is he, he they're talking about how it's growing and who knows what it's becoming. And he says, it might be turning into a disease. Who knows? Well, it, that's not how that works. It might be turning into bacteria or a fungus or something else that can cause a disease. It isn't turning into a disease. Jack, we've we've previously discussed Carpenter's ability to biology. I know. And it's low. Look, it's all okay. It's, then it's you all go, within, Mark. It's all within the what it does wrong 
That pissed me off, so you go, Mark. Okay, uh, these physicists seemed very blasé about the fact that gravity has ceased to be inside of this church. <laughs> yes. Yeah, dripping upside down, goo- green goo dripping upside down. And they're all just like, cool with it, they're just like, chill, they're just like, well, this is bullshit, <laughs> religion, what? <laughs> this is dumb. In fairness, doesn't everyone who sees the upside down ceiling goo get possessed, like, instantly? The way it's shot, they're kind of show- they're all in the same fucking room at the start. They're when they're setting up their equipment, they're all looking at it and it's actively dripping upwards. That's true. That's true. So I, I don't know how you would get around that. Yeah, you don't. That's like not even a nitpick. <laughs> that's just wrong. And even the chick who they repeatedly say is a radiologist, I don't know how anyone would not be enthralled by that. Yeah. Like, anyway, how do you yeah, not yeah. run upstairs like, guys, gravity, not a thing downstairs. Fucking mystery spots only exist because people think things are rolling uphill. Like, and that draws enough money for it to be a self-sustaining economic thing. This is actually dripping upside down and people don't give a shit. It's crazy. Yep. You got yeah. another one, Jack? Because I have yeah. plenty more. Uh, yeah, the there's a lot of typing on computers in this movie. <laughs> there's a lot of very specific words that are written. And the typing in no way corresponds to the letters that are appearing on screen. There's one where it's like, I think I am alive is what she's yeah, typing over I live, and over. Well, and I that live one lasts for like 17 minutes. There's yeah, no pretty, I on the part of the keyboard she's typing on. She's at the bottom the whole time. Yeah. And, and it's <laughs> happening in predictable works. intervals, but the key typing noises are changing. Like it's like, uh, it's <laughs> really stupid. On top yeah, of that, because I, I also nitpicky. had a nit to pick with that. So you're Satan. You're now possessing someone. <laughs> The best thing you can do for, like, hours is just type I live, exclamation point, space, 20 million times before someone finds you in a room. Like, like that's yeah. your that's your in-game? That's, I no wonder it takes you I 12 live. fucking years to emerge from a church. God. <laughs> that's why. There you go. Yeah. Problem you solved. just have to type I live 100 million times, send it off to the president. I think that's why that's, like, a good nitpicky scene, though, because despite all of that, I still kind of liked the overall feel of the scene. It's just the execution had some oddities to it. And if yeah, you start yeah, that's what's it, in it the nitpicks. Apart yeah, for in sure. In a hurry, that was my main one too. That scene because I did like it. It had some regrettable aspects. <laughs> Mark, hit us up with another one. Okay, so why not just put extras on both sides of the fence? <laughs> I know. You know, they're they're looking. They're trying to escape. <laughs> they look right, and there's there's a fence that divides the alley, and there's extras on the right side over there, being like trapping them in. They look left, and there's extras on the other side trapping them in. Like, why wouldn't you just jump the fence and go out the side that doesn't have extras? Like, it's fifty dollars, maybe, <laughs> to solve that. Four more actors. Put people there. Just put. <laughs> get your gaffer. Get your best boy. Just have him stand there. <laughs> Yeah, it's a cost. Get an Alice thing, Cooper Mark. back for a few more minutes. <laughs> Seriously, they have scenes where they have more homeless people. Like, just put them. You also have like double stacking people in that one side of the alley. Just have the people in the back go around the other side of the set and stand in the other side of the alley. Yeah, that's silly. Yep. Mm. That's a good one. Okay. Um, some of these people are super strong. When the guy's like falling out the window of the church into the crowd of homeless schizophrenic people below, he like. By his lapel and belt, just, like, deadlifts the man up and back in, tosses him back into the room. <laughs> That's a, I mean, yeah. The <laughs> trick is to lift with the lower like, back, Jack. You just deadlifted 200 pounds with, like, just your shoulders. I bumped my microphone. 
Good work. You got really impassioned. The I listener bet that appreciates sounds good. it. Our yeah. listeners are really on really a on a similar that. note with some of the choreographing. I had a quick one with character Lisa, the I am I live one typer mm-hmm. one, the one that <laughs> says compassion <laughs> for Asian. Christ. There is a scene where she fires into the screen and like decks mustache McGillicuddy. Yep. And I had to watch it like four or five times where it's not you can cut at any point you want. You can construct that shot however you want. Carpenter isn't bad at that aspect of film, but she just passes behind him and he in like the worst delayed reaction like flails about a second later. It makes no sense. And I get that this is kind of going for a bit of goofiness, but my God, man. Yeah, it's not good. My God. Just have her run into him or stage it a little bit differently. Do something. Jake, we've already established that the laws of physics are not what they should be within this church. Oh, I see. And despite the fact that that. the characters in general are very uh, blasé, as I'm going to say again about it, you know, we don't know how that affects punch physics. Yeah, and look, maybe the delays because the tachyons are coming back there and slowing down time. Tachyons are particles that move faster than time. Or light, or something. <laughs> light, light, Mark. They move faster than back. light. They move faster than time. time. Well, light is just time. Yes, yeah. Light <laughs> and is time is the light. Fourth dimension. Yes, it's like it's, it's. This is a lot like the Lazarus effect, where if you clearly know nothing about science, just say less about it. That's fine. Just wave your hands. <laughs> Why do you write so much dialogue about something you don't understand? <laughs> Why, why do you have someone pontificate about science when you have, like, a grade school-level knowledge about it? <laughs> Fuck. What else you got, Mark? Why would Donald Pleasance not just smash the mirror before first. she jumps in? Yeah. Yeah. So, first off, he's he's apparently, like, he's stunned by the fact that she moves the cabinet or whatever he's hiding behind, like, six inches. He's not trapped. He's just like, ah. <laughs> and then and then he just pauses he just is out of the scene until something happens and then he throws the like just fucking break the mirror yep uh, easy okay yeah problem solved exactly he had multiple chances and he he whiffed yep okay last but <laughs> not least this is this oh, is God. the most important one there's a shot at the beginning so of the movie last but most <laughs> yeah yeah you know primacy and recency it's impossible for the sky to look like that. The shot at the very beginning where there's there's a sun and then there's a like thumbnail moon, whatever you want to call yeah. it. That 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 can't be a crescent, Mark? Yeah, the crescent. Pre- I always call oh, it next God's to each thumbnail. other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wouldn't see not how angles work. It will like the whole like moon, the the moon you can see because the like the because sun. the sun yes. is hitting it. So if the sun is yes. actively behind the moon, you can't see it. Right. So yeah, eclipses not how work. Angles work. Yeah. Yes, Mark. Yes. So yeah, pretty pretty straightforward shot of that's the, this, most that's the disclaimer one. at the beginning of the movie of we just don't know science. <laughs> I guess. But it's spooky. It's not as bad as the Evil Dead where they just green. They there's a block of sky that's a different color black than the rest of the black just so they can get the full moon in there. Yeah, you'd think they would have just shot a full moon. Yeah, or just like. Touched up the black so it's the same color and not clearly a square of different color sky. That's pretty difficult to do it. (laughs) Yeah. Anything else? Or are we departing the station? I'm going to read the blasting chart real quick. We've already done this. Uh, Train taken off. Yep, train leaving the station. Train has departed. God. We've got to take this toy away from him already. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
It's the best. Let's go to ratings. Ratings. Desert jelly. We over at ADC Horror use a 1 through 10 rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think of how Frank Semyon would rate doing things out of hunger. Don't want to look hungry. Never do anything out of hunger. Not even eating. And for 10, think of how meta drunk people are. Drunk people are so meta. Story is the first category to rate these movies. Mark, your pick. Rate the thing for story. I went kind of high. I gave it a 7. I'm curious oh, to hear what God. you guys are going to say. What? Not this that is- high. Pretty unique story. It's like like Jake was saying earlier, uh, kind of like a siege mode type thing. But then you're also layering on this satanic ooze. It's not just Satan who's the bad guy. There's also a super Satan, the Satan's papa, who's coming back. The anti god. You got future broadcasts through your dreams from tachyons. I I actually kind of like. I mean, my my 30-second plot synopsis was pretty bad, but I actually kind of like the overall story here. Okay. Do you? Yeah, I do. A lot. It's great. Okay. Okay. Uh, I gave it a four. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't think it's a particularly unique story. There's an evil awakening in in a place where people are trapped. That's, like, pretty... And I guess this was this is early on. Mark, don't blow your fucking train whistle. Stop it. <laughs> You've got to take it away from him. Stop it. Oh god. Oh god. Put it down. And, and you can't you can't divorce this from all the complete misunderstanding of basic concepts of science. You can't divorce it from there's just way too much shit happening here and he doesn't do a good job tying it all together. I agree that it's kind of interesting, but that's all it is. So it's a 4. Huh. It's below average, Jake. Okay, well, I think the only responsible thing to do here is to give it a five and a half. <laughs> Split the difference. I agree. I agree with Mark and disagree with you, Jack. I do think this is a pretty unique story. Suck it, Jack. Primarily because of something you both said where there is a lot going on here. But to your point, Jack, there's a lot going on here. And even from a conceptual scaffolding standpoint, it's a mess. <laughs> it's a mess. It doesn't. It's so bonkers, insane that it's very difficult to wrap my head the around. Future is calling to tell you the devil's going to get out, and you need to stop. Good. It. Yeah. So it's. I mean, look. This. I. I don't think this movie was supposed to be like a work of art worthy of an Oscar or anything. It's a. It's. It's a five and a half. It's right down the middle. Interesting yeah. stuff, but ultimately weird. World building and immersion. So our second category. Mark, hit us with your world building and immersion score. I gave it a six. Oh my god. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I I had fun watching this movie and I wasn't This wasn't even Mark, hold on. You realize this movie was not found footage, correct? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I do. I mean okay. I found I found footage from John Carpenter and I put it on my TV. Oh my god. <laughs> if this movie were a found footage movie, what would you have given it? A nine movie? and a half. Yeah, it would a have been ten. damn near perfect. Probably an eleven out of ten. Alright. Continue. Jesus. Uh, look, I thought this movie was was pretty fun. Uh, it does probably arguably have some pacing issues. I'll, I'm willing to give you that. But <laughs> overall, the the camp here isn't intentional, or or maybe it's just like not overtly intentional. I don't think I don't He's got think Alice Cooper in it. Alice Cooper expect? in a role in which he doesn't speak 
It's still Alice, Alice Cooper, Cooper on his headphones. Like he, ah, uh, eh, I gave it a six. I, I mean, it's I, I find it very watchable. It's a tight hundred. And uh, I, Jesus Christ, I think it's a tight one hundred and four. I, I gave it a three for world building and immersion. Um, Jake, did you give it a four and a half? I'm going to tell you soon. There is just not a lot to suck you into this movie. That the science stuff pisses you off. The acting, Mark, you said is some of the most wooden you've ever seen. And you yeah, gave it a it's, six it's for fun. immersion. It's still fun. The line delivery is it's it's kind of like watching the happening where it's not good acting, but it is still fun to watch. But I'm not immersed in the movie. Oh, God. Yeah, you are. <laughs> the story is baffling. It has pacing issues. Yeah, you are. There's nothing yeah. that's drawing you in here. It's a three. It's not the worst, because it is kind of fun, but it's not good. Huh. Huh. Uh, I'm giving it a five. So, again, responsible <laughs> thing to do is to split your guys' difference. But he's, close, he's closer can. to my score, I, just for the record. I am closer to Mark's score. I, I mentioned it earlier. I think that the movie does a pretty good job of ratcheting up the tension and it does that through as mark mentioned a little earlier uh the siege type aspect of it i don't know where else i would pot that other than here there's a lot of really weird shit going on so it's hard for me to take it above that right down the middle andy dalton line score that's ultimately where i'm gonna leave it but it's not that hard to watch it really isn't there it's it's fun enough Uh, i don't know about that whatever effects or nope scare factor is our third category. Mark, what's the scare nice. factor score? I give it a four. There's not a lot of scariness here. Um, I think in general, especially once shit starts to hit the fan, once, oh, what's his name, Harold or, uh, god damn it. The guy who's in the closet. Help me out. Walter. <laughs> R. Kelly. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Uh, once, once Walter's in the closet and he's just kind of like actively narrating the things that he sees as she transforms from person who is asleep to pregnant lady to Satan whose skin has fallen off. Uh, mm-hmm. that whole sequence as it escalates is, is pretty tense. But beyond that, the best scene in this movie is the, the once after the black guy dies and then comes back to life, he's in the back of the shot. The foreground is one of the other zombies and he's like very clearly dead, but he has risen. He's standing up and he's just like his whole thing in this movie is just that he laughs as he does things and he's out of focus. He's like within the bokeh of the shot. And oh, nice term. Yeah, thank you. It's a uh, that's a really well done scene. That's actually really creepy uh, the way they do that. Sure. So there's some stuff here. It's still definitely below average, but. Yeah, I Mark, four. Mm-hmm. that's the first fucking coherent thing you've said all goddamn day. I gave it a 4-2. I agree. Nailed it. Jake, Jake gave it a 10. He's uh, gotten 10 how happy. About, how about same reason, same scores? Okay, 4. That'll work. 4, four is all, yeah. about, all, all the way around. Yeah. Effects yeah. or judicious lack thereof is our penultimate category. Mark? 6.5. This is a high degree of difficulty movie. There's a yes. lot of practical. Uh, apparently, they also brought in like a substantial amount of mercury to do a few of the shots. Which is that's, questionable. That's safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds um, good. But yeah, I mean, in general, they look pretty good. But there's also like it, it's pretty obvious that it's like putty a lot of times. the The people spitting demonic possession into each other is oh, is very clearly just God, like a super awful. soaker. It's awful. It's just a super soaker. The effects at the end are just like dry ice of all. Uh, I guess it's probably liquid nitrogen dissolving. It's just gas. Like. Eh. 
there's some there's some issues here, but ultimately, I I like what they did with the practical effects. I like what they did with the score, and I like what they did with the uh, future vision of they filmed something and then they put yeah, it on TV for that. and then That's they really filmed cool. the TV. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I gave it a six. Uh, awful. Mm-hmm. Oh, same reason, same score. Terrible score. Uh, not the same because I don't give half points, but. But would you have? No. Because then it'd be a 20-point scale. So on Got a 20-point scale, what would you give this? Would you give it a 12 or a 13? I'd probably give it a 13. Okay. Six and a half from Jack. There you go. Nope. Jake. Nope. Six. Um, I also gave it a six. Y- you guys already said everything other than what I will add is there were bugs. And when they employed them, they looked pretty skin crawly. And I appreciate that. So thanks, bugs. Beetles. Overall. Were those stink bugs? Here's the thing no, about stink beetles. bugs. I feel like everyone thinks there's like seven different kinds of stink bug. Like box elder there's bugs like one, or stink right? bugs. Those black No, box things. elder bugs are not stink bugs. A lot of people call them here. stink bugs, Jake. People That's are stupid. idiots, Mark. Yep. Yes, confirmed. Overall, I gave this movie a six. <laughs> a six, huh? Yeah, I like this movie. Mark, this is fun to watch. You gave They Live like a three. I did not. It didn't click. Mark with me. is an idiot. Mark is included in people. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that's true. <laughs> that's baffling that this could be twice as good as They Live to you. I gave, uh, for the record, I gave They Live a three and a half. Jack, what you're did you give fucking, this movie? You're a disgrace. I gave this movie a five overall. Mm. Um, and I think that's... That seems like a tilt up for you. It is a tilt up. And the okay, reason I'm is. tilting it up is because I liked you it you didn't better like this movie? than In the Mouth of Madness. No, I liked it better than In the Mouth of Madness, which I also gave a five. I think I <laughs> respect the story of In the Mouth of Madness better and the writing and the concepts therein. But I like watching this movie better, so I can't give it a worse score. Our rating system is perfect. I gave this a five. Great. Well, I'll do again the responsible thing because that's the theme of this episode and give it a five and a half. How about that? Well, there we go. Which means I get to be the moderator. Oh, God. Jack, you gave this the lower score of the two of you. Okay. Which means why should you not watch this with your buddies and not drink beer with your buddies while watching this movie? I don't even care. Uh, Okay, that's great. You don't care. This movie is so boring. Just... Watch watch They Live. Watch a more fun Carpenter film. Watch a better movie. Watch a worse movie. Watch a less just boring movie. <laughs> Jack's writing like Dr. Seuss rhymes over here. <laughs> Jack, that was a fantastic argument. Mark, do you have a rebuttal? <laughs> um, I, not a rebuttal to that. I'm just going to say different things. Okay, go. This movie is tailor-made to watch in a large group. You The, the, the way the lines are delivered are such that if you have anyone, if you've all seen this before, then people are going to be like delivering the. I hope my diploma's in my mailbox on Monday. She says <laughs> that type of stuff. Uh, okay, it's an overall. It's a fun movie. Jack even admitted that it's a fun movie to watch. This is a great one to put on at a party. It's got good effects, good talking points. Victor Wong puts in a thunderous performance. It- Okay, so to interject here a little bit, Jack, did you say this is a fun movie to watch, or did you say it's boring? I said parts of it are fun to watch, but it's boring. Okay. But I didn't say parts of it are fun to watch in my argument, because that would have been stupid. (laughs) That would have been stupid. It would have been against what you're trying to argue. Yeah. Good work. Well, I mean, in fairness to me, Jack said barely anything in his argument. (sighs) Yeah. Also, in fairness to you, Mark, I'm going to give you the point this week. Yay! (laughs) Look, it's a movie that I think is worth watching. 
part of the trilogy. What is this fucking trilogy called? The Apocalypse Trilogy. trilogy. The Apocalypse Trilogy. Speaking of trilogies, pick one. Apocalypse Trilogy or Cornetto Trilogy? Cornetto Trilogy. I'll... uh, Hands down. I mean, ah! They're kind of similar because the first of the three is great in both instances and the other two movies I could take or leave. Okay. Um, am I picking it pick. like which one I want to watch right now? Pick one of the trilogies, comma, Jack. I'm picking uh, the Apocalypse trilogy because They Live is so great. They Live is... no, <laughs> They Live is not part of it. Fuck yep. it because because the thing is so great. Because the thing is so great. Okay. The thing is one of the best horror movies ever made. It will always okay. be that. Okay. Mark. Yes. Great. I, I mean... Okay, from from a horror website standpoint, I agree with Jack. Apocalypse Trilogy is better. From and I'm going to recommend anyone in general to watch this the the Cornetto trilogy. Mm. Which okay, I mean, I, we're gonna we're gonna visit Shaun of the Dead here in a little bit, so we can revisit this topic. Oh, eventually. God, I can't wait. I can't Maybe fucking wait. That's why I mentioned it. Mm. I think it's time to get out of here, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, this has been episode 72 of the A to Z Horror Cast. Check out everything we have going on. Head on over to a to Z horror.com or come hang out with us on either of our social media channels. You can find us on either Facebook or Twitter. Those links are going to be down there in the description below. As always, the music has been coming at you from... Actually, there's a name change this week. Super Bear. That link will be down there in the description below as well. Same guys, just different name. Great branding. Scarecrow Boat. <laughs> Next week, we're going to be getting into that Cornetto trilogy. We're checking out Shaun of the Dead, the first of the three. Yes, I'm so fucking excited. The color red in the Cornetto. And that'll be coming at you one week from today. So until then, get your buddies, grab some beers, and go watch some horror movies. Have a great week, everybody. Blairish. You've been listening to the Phantom Podcast Network on downrightcreepy.com. Follow us on iTunes and SoundCloud for more creepy shows. 